One of the biggest obstacles artists face in the music game is access. Getting access to the people that can make it happen or access to the information and resources you need to get to the next level. That's the key. That's why you need two of the biggest in the game on your side. Introducing J.R. McKee. plugs because I have brought y'all one of the most important people to the business right now Jasmine Jones the queen of content herself this is one of the most sought after people in the industry right now and I'm fortunate that I have her on my team so anybody that is an entrepreneur you have any sort of business artist you're selling hair you're selling life insurance whatever you're doing you're not doing it right if you don't have content. If you are not making content, you are not doing your job right. Period. And so <laughs> I wanted to bring you guys the expert that sits next to me literally every day. And now right here on Real Industry Plugs, the content creator herself, the number one content creator in the music business right now, Jasmine Jones. What's Hello. up? Oh my gosh, what What's an up? honor to be here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so first of all, Let's get into Jasmine. I, I wanna, I wanna prerequisite what you've been doing over the last twelve months with starting with. There are a lot of people out there with that tagline in their bio, content creator. But how did Jasmine Jones become a content creator? Well, oh my God, it started years ago, probably over ten years ago. I just. Instagram came out. Well, first we had Facebook. I was too young for Facebook, unfortunately. But then Instagram came out. And I was at first I was just having fun with it. Like my name was SMS Tigers, my school's name. Yeah. <laughs> Super random. But when the first time I like dropped a selfie, I got my first hundred likes on there. And I was <laughs> like, oh my God, I might be famous. Like, oh my God, this is amazing. A hundred people. So after that, I don't know, it was just like something in me just spiraled from there. It just kept going and I was just excited to make content every day. So first of all, what is content? Let's put a definition to it real quick. So content is anything, like what do you mean by that, sorry? So what is content? So when, I, when you say you're a content creator, okay, define content. Well, to me, it's just like whatever you film on your phone, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's commercial videos, anything you can film on your phone is content. It's all the above, yeah. literally. So, so that includes pictures? Yeah, pictures, videos, time lapse, everything. Okay. Okay. Got you. So, so let me ask you this. You started making content just as, you know, a normal young adult. Cause I don't know how old you were when you started, but just as a normal young adult, you were putting out personal content. I mean, right. like you said, selfies and things of that nature. Right. And let's say just like Instagram once you, you got hooked, yeah. you got hooked. You started to see the response to the people and you got hooked. But, but at what point did you realize this was a business for you? That's a good question. I mean, it first started once I got brand partnerships like Fashion Nova, Pretty Little Thing. And I saw you can make money from your home from just taking pictures from your home. At first, it was just picture based. I was like, wow, like I can make money from this. Let me let me do more, you know. Yeah. So once I saw that, I just thought like, wow, this is this is game changing. 
So did people come to you or or did you reach out to other people? Like, like what was the first instance? Give us like the first example. So the first example would be Fashion Nova, which now thinking about it, like, wow, what a big brand to first work with. And they first came to me. They um, actually went in my DMs and was just like, hey, we'd love to work with you. I'm like, is this real? Like, <laughs> OK, like, sure. Like, I had no idea, like, what that looked like, anything like that. And I kind of like just learned from that. But yeah. then after that, I went, I took it upon myself and I was like, well, if Fashion Nova is reaching out to me, why not work with every brand there possibly can be? So I was just like, OK, so if I can find somebody else, like Pretty Little Thing, I, I hit them up and I was just like, hey, you know, I would love to work with you. Um, you kind of like put a deck together of what you can do for them and yeah. then vice versa. And then you just kind of like collaborate from there. Um, I've worked with hair brands, shoe brands, clothes brands. I feel like you name it. I think I came to a point where I was just like, what's something I'm into, you know, right now? Yeah. And I think that was like betting. And I found a company that, you know, has betting. And I just contacted them like, hey, let's let's partner. Like, I need some new sheets, wow. <laughs> like random, you know? And, and so what do you ask for? Like, so, so let's say, boom, you reach out to the betting company. Are you asking just for uh, products or, or what are you saying? Is my pay rate? What, what, what's like the normal ask if you're reaching out to them? So, I mean, at first you kind of just want to start a conversation because these are normal people at the end of the day. I just say, hey, like, I love your work or your, your pieces that you have that you're providing and I'd love to work with you. You know, let me know if that's interest to you. Um, and they usually respond and give like an email. Mm -hmm. So then, you know, I'll email them and I'll say, here's my rate. Here's kind of like what I'm looking for. And then you kind of just like go back and forth with the, I guess, negotiating process. Right. But it's usually super simple, super easy because they want to work with you. What determines rate though? When you say, here's my rate, what, what, what determines that rate? I feel like you do. So, so give us an example. What was your rate? What, when you say, here's my rate, what would you, what would you tell them? So to be honest, it really depends on the person. I think, I think because I was new to it, I kind of lowballed myself. Mm. So, I mean, I can give like, for example, for a story post, I might've made like 500 to $700 based on what the product was, you know, what yeah. I was kind of like comfortable with. Okay. And then for a page post, it was between like 1500 to maybe like 2500 Got you. Okay. All right. So we're going through your journey. So boom, you're doing this for yourself. At what point do you say, man, you know what? I can do this for other people too. So because I knew this man right here. Yeah. For, for almost a decade now, since I was like 14. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, actually, before you, I was doing content for other people. But yeah. I guess I just saw, like, I'm the kind of person where I can see what, like, an audience wants to see from somebody. Mm -hmm. I can, like, automatically see somebody's page and say, oh, my gosh, if they just did a little more of this, you yeah. know, they would get a better reach. So I can just, I don't know. if you it's had something vision for them. Yeah, that's, that's the word. I have a vision. So, so the first person you work with, you know, I hate to tell your story for you, but it was, uh, was it Creflo Dollar? Yes. Okay, so how did that come about? So how did you, were you already going to Creflo's church and you said, hey, I should be a part of your content team or what happened there? So I've been going there since I was in my mom's belly, literally. For oh, those wow. of you who don't know, it's a church. Uh, he's a really uh, famous pastor. But um, yeah, so really, I'll give props to my mother, Camaris. Thank yeah. you. She just kind of sold it for me. Like my daughter, you know, she's grown her own page. We would love to see how that works. So they immediately put me on staff and I just showed them what I could do in it. Yeah. Okay. So, so what exactly did you do for Creflo Dollar? Like break it down. So let, let me break it down for people real quick before we get there. 
you started out creating your own content, brands reach out to you, then you say, you know what, let me reach out to more brands. So you start building your money on mm -hmm. your own, and then mm -hmm. you say, I can also make more money doing this for more people. And because you already were part of Creflo Dollars Church, you thought that was an easy, yeah. you, you know, yeah. uh, attainable target. Boom, they liked you. What did you do for his branding? So, okay, now I have the job. What does the job entail? So what I saw, because I always like to see what's, I don't want to say lacking, but what could be more, yeah. you know, what could be shown more. And I think the world just wasn't seeing him on the new platforms. Like, mm -hmm. you know, he was on TV a lot. That was like a thing back then, you know, maybe on radio that was popular years ago. But now we have Instagram. We have Facebook. We didn't have TikTok yet then. Yeah. But um, I was just like, that's a platform he needs to be shown on. So what I did is I just put all the content he ever had on his Instagram and it kind of like it was kind of like retelling his story in a sense because yeah. it was like building a new platform for him a new brand a new way to get his message out there and that's important you just said you took the content he already had yeah mm -hmm. and, and so I know even now today we do the same thing and when we work with a new a new client we take con existing content and tell that story again on these new platforms. Like you said, TikTok didn't exist. So if you were starting work with Creflo today, you would take that same content and you would put it on TikTok. Yes, Is that correct? exactly. Y'all know what's going on, man. It's your big homie, Boom, man. Checking in, Authentic Empire's own CEO. If you want to set up a meeting, you want to rock with the team, you want to get heard, all you got to do is log on to www.authenticempiremg.com or text the number 404-857-0040. Let's get it. Booming. Hey, JR McKee here. Listen to all of my artists, managers, and executives. It's time to evolve into the streaming business. I'm the number one streaming executive in the industry with over 30 platinum and gold records in the last two years alone. I've been teaching everybody how to do what I do. So if you're interested in breaking through in the streaming business, go ahead and enroll in my masterclass to join my stream team community. The link's in the bio. Or visit our website, thestreamteam.club. So now you're working for Creflo. You got his content popping. Now he run up his followers on yeah. Instagram mm -hmm. and whatnot. How did you transition into the music industry? So... COVID happened, so yeah. I was home a lot, and actually, be between that time, like, from working with Creflo, and then I started, you know, um, my, I started a family, so I kind yeah. of, like, took some time away, but it actually brought me closer to content because I was able to create my own content, so crazy story is once I had my daughter, or I was pregnant with my daughter, um, yeah. I started putting out content every single day, and I think that's when content kind of changed for me because it was, like... I started doing it consistently. So right. I started seeing a huge change in brands I worked with, things like that, just in numbers. My numbers went up. So I think that time during COVID, I was really able to like get to know content in a different yeah. way, you know? Got you. And so, and so I'll tell this part of the story. <laughs> so Jasmine reached out to me in 2020. Yeah, it was, it was 2020. 2020. She reached out to me and she said exactly what she's been telling you guys. 2021. It's 2021. And she said, hey, I think I can help grow your brand. She was like, you know, I see what, you know, what it could be. She had a vision for me that I might not even necessarily have for myself. Yeah. Um, and it was good timing because right after she reached out to me, I read a book. I don't know if you know this or not. Mm -mm. Well, here's an interesting <laughs> story. I read a book that um, my friend Fly told me to read. It was called Who Not How. And so Who Not How is a, basically a book. Everybody should go get that book, Who Not How. And it's basically a book saying 
there are these things that you want to accomplish. Instead of worrying about how to accomplish them, you need to worry about who can accomplish them for you. Mm. Who can you go to that has that expertise that can get the job done for you? So when you came to me about growing my platform, you know, and right after that, I read that book. I was like, well, here's a person who can handle the how. I, I, I don't have to worry about the how because I have the who. Mm-hmm. Boom. And so, and also to give my wife credit, my content was trash. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was, I was doing content videos with the, the iPhone headphones, <laughs> the black t-shirt, because I was so focused on getting the information out. That's all I cared about. Right. I wanted to make sure you guys had the information, but I didn't care about the aesthetic of it. Mm-hmm. I didn't care how it came across. And so my wife changed that. And so that's when you start seeing me on the helicopters, which by the way, was my real life. But <laughs> right. now we're just filming it. Right. Now I'm giving you the information while I'm doing the things that I know you want to see me do. Right. You know what I mean? You want to you want to be able to look at me and say, wow, he's really living that life right. because I am. But I never worried about showing the world that side of me. Right, right. You know what I mean? That was just what me and our family did. Yeah. My wife was like, okay, everything you were going to say, say it in front of the helicopter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know I mean? Great idea. Yeah. And so, and so she changed it. And so when you approached me about doing my content, I was like, man, this is this would be a lot like having my wife on full time staff because I have somebody because my wife is a content creator. Yeah. I have somebody full time working for me because my wife can't full time work for me because she she has her own thing. Right. So I'm like, okay, this is a, a content creator that can come in and change everything for me, which you did, by the way. You know what I mean? You see, we're over a hundred thousand followers now. You see how we're coming now. You know what I mean? <laughs> but what I realized in that process, so. So, because I want to tell the whole story before we really dive into it, because I, w- I want people to understand what it takes to get to where you are today. Right. And I just want to say, it took about six months for him to put yeah. me actually on staff. I was like, we had a call. Uh-huh. It was it was a little ghost for a minute for a good six months. I yeah. said, okay, maybe. I probably was reading that book. Right. I was like, it took you about six months <laughs> to read busy, the book. <laughs> I was busy reading the book. <laughs> and then when he called me, he said, you ready? And I'm like, okay. And it just took off yeah, from there. <laughs> exactly. So, so we grew, we grew my, um, my base. And at the time I was really focused on my course, uh, um, streaming business one-on-one and 202. And you helped me put 202 together. Um, I was really focused on that and getting that out there. Cause I was, excuse me, mainly focused on educating people. That was my main focus. Um, but then I started my company music power respect. And so here was a big key. Mm-hmm. When I started my company, I was like, okay, I know I need my brother, Drew, um, Drew uh, DeLeon, mm-hmm. who was the main digital marketer that me and him worked at Alamo together. I was like, okay, I can handle all the DSP stuff. Drew can handle the digital marketing. But I was like, there's a piece that most labels never even consider. I said, I need this piece. I need this head of content piece. Mm. I need a full department dedicated to content. And so with you already being right there by my side, I said, Jasmine's the one. Jasmine will be my head of content. You know what I mean? Because you had already proven yourself at that point. You know what I mean? And so when I started Music Power Respect, I started NPR. It was me. I got Drew. And then the third person I got, or I guess the second person I got, was Jasmine Jones, head of wow, content. that is an honor to yeah. stand with y'all. What? Yeah. And so over the over the last twelve month, twelve months, you know, since we started NPR, mm-hmm. it's me, you, and Drew. You've been able to do so much. So I want to run. I want to run down some of your clientele. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. You know ahead. what I mean? These are these are <laughs> these are people that Jasmine is completely running their content. 
um, or once was completely running her content. So in the last 12 months, your first year in the music industry, mm-hmm. you've done, you ran Money Long's content. Mm-hmm. You ran um, French Montana's content. Mm-hmm. Um, you're running Eric Bellinger's content. Mm-hmm. Um, you're running Miami Heat, Victor Depot's content. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, who am I missing out? I know I'm leaving people out. Who uh, else? Cap G. Cap G's content. Who else we got? I'm trying to think who else we because it's a long list. It's a list. It's a long list. It's a list. Who are we missing? Come on, give me give me the other ones. Uh, um, was it OG three? We did OG three. Manny Wells. Manny Wells. Amari um, Noel. Amari Noel. <laughs> you know what I mean? Jacob Lattimore. Jacob Lattimore, yes. So so in the past twelve months, your first year in the industry, you're already running major artists right the content you're already running nba players content right you're already running big actors content i know this you is know I mean? wild yes and so that's why when we put the title queen on there <laughs> it's queen not a of joke content, <laughs> it's not a joke it's not a game you really are the queen of content you're Thank running you. all of these you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so so make a lot that's what I love about real industry plugs is the people behind the scenes that you guys don't know about. Right. You right. know what I mean? I'm I'm putting you guys on the people that you need to know and you need to be following because they are the blueprints and Jasmine Jones is the blueprint of content. Mm-hmm.